0: Welcome to Begin, Build, Blossom, your business journey with Clarita, the podcast where we will discuss valuable insights, resources, and motivation to fuel your entrepreneurial spirit. Let's build a supportive community together. Subscribe now to Begin, Build, Blossom, and let's embark on your business journey. Welcome to another episode of Begin, Build, Blossom. And today we have with us Chatsani Saki. She is a personal development and spiritual growth guide and facilitator for professionals and business owners who are looking to realign and reconnect with their authentic identities and self-purpose. I also call her a friend. Welcome, Chatsani. How are you? Hi, Clarita. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. First of all, when you were a child,
1: mm-hmm. what
0: word would you say would have best described you? And what word best describes you now as an adult? So
1: as a child, I was quiet. I think I would probably best describe myself as um kind of a bookworm. Mm-hmm. Like a brainiac, kind of, kind of nerdy. I had glass. I've been wearing glasses since I was five. So. Oh wow, that's
0: a long time. Yeah, it is a long time. <laughs> and um, right now, would you still use quiet to describe you? I would think so. I would probably
1: call it more introverted hmm. at this point. You know, as an adult, um, I can get loud and, and get excited and passionate, but I do think that overall, I like to kind of keep to myself a little bit. I'm good in one-on-one situations, I think more so than group situations. So, I think that that thread still carries through to to my grown-up self.
0: Well, thanks for sharing that with us. And you did mention passion. So, I know your business is quite a passion of yours. So, can you tell us a little bit more about your business? The name and when you started and what you do? Yeah, so
1: the business came about, I guess back in 2022. When I joined a group, I took a class to write a chapter in a book. It was a collaboration. And as we were doing the book, you know, they told us that we needed to have a a bio prepared and a landing page. And I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) You know, I, I didn't, I didn't know anything about publishing. I didn't know anything about business ownership at that point. So I got a landing page. And I was like, you know what, I think I can actually kind of Take my story, right, my own personal story of spiritual growth and personal development, and turn it into a business, right, a business model mm-hmm. as a guide and a facilitator for other people to go through some of the processes that I went through to get to know myself a little bit better. And so, I created this course, mm-hmm. uh, a seven-week course that I am going to be teaching. And I was like, wait a minute, how am I going to do a course and have people enroll in my class, and I don't have anywhere for them to send me tuition, <laughs> and you know, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, what am I doing?" I have to start a business, <laughs> yeah. So I, I kind of did things a little bit out of order and started a business, and yeah, so that was kind of just a little bit eye opening <laughs> in terms of you know the begin and build part. Right, I started the building before I before I began, really to be to be honest. So yeah, so that that has been a passion of mine is is developing that and, and getting other people to kind of go when they're ready, go on the same journey that, that I am on right now, right. That I started during the pandemic. I think everyone started during the pandemic with, you know, a new approach and outlook.
0: And and what is the name of your business?
1: The name of my business is Lunar Reflections. And the name of the course is Mastering Your Greatness. So that's the goal. That's the tagline for the, for the business is, Everyone is individual, unique, but we all have things in common and we all have categories, you know, that we can kind of fit into and put ourselves in. Mm -hmm. And anyone who knows anything about mathematics, the more variables you have, the more combinations you can get. And so it's really about trying to figure out what are your variables and how does this, this show you who you really are, your authentic self, and are you on the path for your authenticity?
0: So that brings me to something else. I benefited from your, from your course in a sense that, um, you actually evaluated me and we've had many discussions about that. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that process? Sure.
1: So, okay. So the, the lunar reflections, I chose that name for a couple of reasons. So the first is that in astrology, we have rising signs, sun signs and moon signs. And the moon signs correlate and correspond to your emotional self and your day-to-day life. And astrology is used in many different areas. And one of the areas where there's some overlap is in the human design paradigm. And that is based on the Chinese I Ching, the Kabbalah astrology. There are a lot of things that are kind of put into the human design like I said, paradigm, it's called the science of differentiation. So one of the classes that I took had us take this test and find out what's your human design type. You have to know your date and time and, and place of birth. So I plugged it in and found out that I was what's called a reflector. And I was like, well, what does that mean? Right? So that's where the reflections part of the name of my business comes from. Uh, so reflectors have a lunar authority, whereas the other types in human design have a maybe solar authority for the sun. And we are very unique, like maybe 1.5% of the population, right? The overall population, global population. So I just started doing a little bit of research and I was like, okay, well, this explains a lot. <laughs> this explains a lot about you know how I think, mm-hmm. how I process information, the fact that I can... I feel like I can stop beating myself up about procrastinating because I, I am slow to decision making. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's okay because that's kind of what I need in order to be able to process things. So that is where the, the lunar reflections came from. Right. And then there's also the, the notion that the moon, you know, shines bright at night, but the light that we see in the moon is actually a reflection of the sun. Mm-hmm. And so just all these different ways that you can kind of in- incorporate how the sun and the moon and the stars and planets are doing what they're doing and you kind of don't really think about them but they really have an effect on on daily life, right? Right. Everyone accepts that the moon and the sun exist, but there's other there's other things
0: out there, right? We all know about the solar system and we know tides and everything like all those things that are impacted by what's happening. So we also are uh, impacted by that as humans and i know you told me i am a, a generator so can you tell us a little bit more about generators
1: <laughs> yeah i think generators are one of the one of the most common groups in or or types i should say in human design and i believe that you and your daughter both are are generators i think one of you might be a manifesting generator but but definitely generator
0: yeah i believe i was manifesting now that you mentioned it i remember that okay
1: yeah. And so it's very interesting, because while that group is, is is a large part of the population, there's still a lot of individuation that takes place, you know, within that category. So let's say 50% of the population, that's not the actual accurate number. But let's just say, for example, that 50% of the population falls into the category of a, of a generator within that population, based upon what month you were born, what time of day you were born, where in the world you were born, they're going to be a lot of different things that make you who you are. Right. And so the goal is not for me to tell you, this is who you are, Clarita, and this is how you need to, to live your life. But it's more so a matter of, here are some basic things that are like a blueprint for what was happening when you were born.
0: Does this resonate with you? It definitely did. Every single one of it. So you're explaining me right there. So yeah.
1: Right. And after having not known you for very long, Exactly. And so there's some things that may not resonate. And if they don't, that's fine. You can leave those alone. But for the things that do resonate, I think it's just helpful to be able to see someone kind of get it right outside of yourself and objectively speaking. And then you can decide if you want to dig further.
0: Yeah. And like you mentioned, um, sometimes you have questions about, you may have a question about yourself and that might open up you know it's like you start seeing yourself in a whole different way or maybe understand yourself even more in a way you hadn't realized before that was my experience after going through it with you so
1: yeah
0: <laughs> and i know you also work um with your assist with meditation so can you tell us a little bit more about that as well
1: yeah so i think that one of the the problems that i have right with all the categories that i fit into i have a full-time job, right? So this, the, my business is not right now my full-time job. I have a full-time job. I'm a mom and I fall into all these categories. Today I'm, I'm an attorney. I'm also a mom. I'm also a sister and a daughter and a, you know, all these different things. When I get quiet and I think about my goals, when I think about what fulfills me, when I think about, you know, one year out, five years out, 10 years out. What do I want my life to look like? Sometimes it's difficult to do that when you're thinking about dirty dishes and laundry and the to-do list that you left on your desk <laughs> and all the emails that are coming flooding in, right? So I think the meditation comes into play. Initially, I started doing it because I couldn't sleep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, it was helping me fall. Like I was falling asleep during the meditations, right?
0: <laughs> That's a good thing. I probably should try that. I know, right?
1: <laughs> But if you can stay awake, I think it also just kind of grounds you and gives you just a sense of calm mm-hmm. and clarity, right? So a lot of the time when you get all that noise, that extra noise out of your head, then you you push that out and you kind of leave some space for other things to come in. And and sometimes I have, I have my best brainstorming sessions <laughs> in the shower when I'm just, I'm focusing on taking a shower. I'm not thinking about anything. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I can solve that problem by doing this. And so sometimes it's just a way to just clear your mind, right? And um, and calm
0: yourself down. I will say that I listened to it while sit- I, I was actually feeling very overwhelmed. I remember the video that you shared with me, and it was beautiful. You have the most oh. calming voice. I, you give the instructions and. I think it took me to another place. I don't know where, but it was, I I really, I'm really glad that you shared that with us and maybe we can share it with others as well Sure, so that they can also benefit. Thank you for that.
1: Yeah. I'm glad that it had that effect on you. I appreciate that because I've had people tell me that my voice is, is very monotone and kind of like, you got to liven it up a little bit and you can't go on an interview and just
0: have the same note going through. And I'm
1: like, well, I I don't know what to tell you. That's how I
0: talk. You sound lovely. So I appreciate your voice very much.
1: Hey, thank
0: you. I know you also mentioned the book and um, I was going to ask you a book that you'd recommend to others. Mm-hmm. Maybe that is your bo- the book that you co-authored. Maybe you can um, just give the name at least so people can look into it.
1: Yeah, sure. So it's called uh, Dare to Express it's available on Amazon. There's also a link to it on my my landing page. And <laughs> I mentioned earlier my this landing the landing page that I had to create. <laughs> um so I mean of course I would recommend that book. You know, it's it's basically each chapter was written by a different woman. There were 12 of us, I believe, and we talked about life experiences and and how we overcame obstacles um and came out stronger on the other side. You know, I would definitely recommend that book. But there's another person who I have been following and his name is Gabor Mate, G-A-B-O-R-M-A-T-E. And the book that is next on my list (laughs) to read is The Myth of Normal. He talks a lot about childhood trauma and the correlation between trauma and illness and just our culture and our society in general, right? And just the overall health of people and humans, And I think that kind of correlates, you know, with canceling out the noise and figuring out who you really are. Because we get so focused on meeting these goals and accumulating these titles and reaching, you know, certain letters after our name or certain uh, accolades, right, at work and in our lives. And sometimes people really are on the path of what they're here to do. And then other times they just kind of get lost and they start doing what they think they should do as opposed to what they're really, what's really going to fulfill them and what they're really here
0: for. Yeah. And also what we were told we should do. We get that a lot. That brings me to, in terms of actually starting a business, I'm sure, while I'm Mm -hmm. thinking some people must have said, you know, is that something you really want to do? You still have a full-time job. What are you doing? Don't you have enough on your plate already? Mm
1: -hmm. So maybe
0: you can tell us a little bit about those discussions. (laughs)
1: Yes. I've heard that a lot. <laughs> like, why are you putting more on your plate? Right. And I, I, I learned fairly young. I would say when I was in high school that busy people always end up taking on more work. <laughs> right. Because I think we learn how to manage our time and we multitask. So I, I definitely feel like I'm in a, a place where I'm constantly reprioritizing mm-hmm. and, I got those kind of like, what are you doing? Don't you have enough on your plate? This isn't the right time for this to be happening. And I do think that was true to a certain extent, right? Because things kind of take off when they're ready to, mm-hmm. right? People talk about divine timing. But I think it's always important to plant seeds, even if, you know, because we're, we're talking about building, beginning building and blossoming, right? And you have to start with the seed before anything cracks and breaks through, the, the ground or breaks through the dirt. And so even if the business is not at a point where I can quit my day job, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. The seeds are being planted so that one day I will be able to do this full time, make a living and support my family and reclaim my time and not always feel like I'm owing somebody else or that I have to ask permission Mm -hmm. if I need to take a day off or if I have a sick child that has to go to the doctor. Right? Mm -hmm. Feel like apologetic because oh my gosh, I'm not sitting at my desk and my boss Mm -hmm. might be trying to call me. So yeah, there's always a lot to do. There will always be something to do. But I think that it's important to keep your options open and like I said, plant those seeds and that they will they will grow, you know, after they're Mm -hmm. watered. (laughs) <laughs> and some sunlight shines on them right they will grow in due time you know if you have if you have plants at home you know some plants will grow very quickly and others it takes them a whole
0: year to go through you know to get one new leaf but when that when when that blossoming happens you know mm-hmm. we all know how beautiful that is and the right it's rewarding and all of that but it does take some time to grow mm-hmm and um yeah. it does require a lot of effort on our part. So, yeah, I'm glad you're keeping strong.
1: <laughs> um, um Yeah, I'm hanging in
0: there. <laughs> right. and I know we talked about being a mom and doing all of those things. So I'm sure oh. at some point you do feel like giving up. Would you say that's correct? I would say yes. <laughs> Do you remember maybe a recent time where you felt
1: that way or Yeah I, last week <laughs> I mean <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> do I remember yeah <laughs> So the way that I would want to reframe the giving up is just I would say surrendering right you just surrender to what you can and can't control So I feel like I've I've, I've had to to reprogram myself to say okay I can't do this right now right I'll pause and and pick this up another time mm-hmm. But the giving up on the flip side of that was kind of just like, what the heck am I doing? Like, I don't have time for this. You know, I have to make a living. Mm -hmm. I know where the next paycheck is coming from. And here I am trying to do this extra stuff. Mm -hmm. Nobody has time for this. I don't have time to do a blog and send emails and marketing and this and that and the other. And, oh, yeah, by the way, I have to raise my my child. And I've Mm got to, you know, take care of, of, of my, you know, personal business and so yeah I have those moments and I think one of the big things that I've learned in the past few years is to 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 be gentle with myself Mm -hmm. and to realize that like you never stop growing you never Mm -hmm. stop learning Mm -hmm. and I think there's a a misconception out there that people who call themselves spiritual or have spiritual practices like have their you know what together all the time Mm -hmm. and That's not true, right? I think that that's a fake notion. I I think it's more so a matter of how you recover and bounce back Mm -hmm. from situations and the bumps and bruises than uh, trying to avoid them, right? Because you can't avoid them. That's the human experience, right? You got to go through that stuff. But I think it's just giving yourself the tools to be able to move through it and maybe learn some lessons from it and, you know, pick up and keep, keep going.
0: Right. And what, what what motivates you to keep going?
1: Yeah. Okay. So in the chapter that I wrote in the book, I talked a lot about just how again I did all those things I should have, I should have done uh, things I was supposed to do, and I, at a certain point I realized that I want a family, so I had to kind of figure out what that was going to look like, and I think that that's now that my son is here, he's the motivator, right? Mm-hmm. He's the motivation. When I think about having to drop him off at school and then race to work to get online or, you know, do all this like commuting and traveling to sit at my desk and do the FaceTime Mm -hmm. and then turn around and race back home to pick him up, you know, and it's just, it's, it's stressful, right? It's stressful. We all deal with it. And if it's not parental stress, it's some other kind of stress. And then I pick him up, I see his little face and he's happy to see me. He hasn't seen me all day. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, so now I got to go home, got to cook dinner, got to get him ready for bed, got to do this, that, and the other. And it's just like all these other things. It's like, okay, here's that other to-do list, you know, Mm -hmm. all the stuff I got to do. And I hope he goes to bed on time because then I've got to continue doing other stuff after he goes to bed. And it really is just like, look, be there for him. He just wants, he just wants me to be there, right? Mm -hmm. He just, he just wants to see, to see me. We don't see each other often, right? A couple hours in the day, in the morning, a couple hours in the, in the evening. And so I think a big part of the motivation is wanting, is early retirement, (laughs) first of all, but also just wanting to be able to spend more quality time with my child, right? Because you don't get your childhood back. And so many times, like when you read stories, when you read other people's stories, when you read books by authors, like the gentleman that I mentioned, or just anybody, a lot of what they talk about is childhood trauma. And childhood trauma comes in many forms. It's not just physical abuse right? Mm-hmm. It could be an absence or it could be verbal or it could be anything. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I really feel like it's important to just have a, a certain quality of life to be there for him, to be able to, especially as a single mom, to be able to just put things in perspective. And he's taught me so much in his, in his short
0: little life, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> right. About like, like sometimes he'll say, mommy, calm down. And I'm like, okay,
0: <laughs> those are true words. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter does the same thing it's because they basically reflect you. Right. So I'm sure you've told him calm down before. So he recognizes situations where, okay, yeah. I have to come down and it's, it's good that he has learned enough to tell you that it's appropriate. It's
1: appropriate. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? You're right. And so he's here teaching me and I'm like, I, I, I owe it to him. Yeah. Right. To be able to be a good role model. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want to model stress. And multitasking and frustration and irritation and disappointment. Mm-hmm. Life is, is more than that, right? Life is fun, right? You, you get to learn and you get to do stuff. And so that's my, that's my big motivation. Okay.
0: And, um, overall, how would you describe your overall journey so far, your business journey? Has it been exciting? Has been a lot of falling down and getting up again, or just tell us a little bit more. The business journey, I will say, my takeaways have been: stay flexible,
1: get ready to pivot, (laughs) Mm -hmm. because you know you just don't you don't know everything ahead of time. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing. I I most definitely would not call myself a perfectionist, but I do kind of like to to know what I'm working towards, and what I've learned is that that's kind of a that's limiting, right? If I can figure out what the conclusion is going to be. And I work towards that. I could be missing out on so much more things that I didn't even know to ask for. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm learning that I have to stay flexible. I have to customize, right? Just like my relationships with my clients, each client is going to be a different, unique person. Mm -hmm. So my, my coaching is going to have to be customized, right? It's going to have to be tailored to fit who they are as we build our relationship and I help guide them through Mm -hmm. what they are, are seeking, right? And there's Mm -hmm. no, answer per se right it's a self discovery journey it's a self mastery journey and you don't always know what the destination is right and that's okay right and that's okay that and that's kind of the point mm-hmm. <laughs> right you don't want to get mm-hmm. stuck like who wants to get to their destination and say oh, okay yeah i know who i am and I d- i've done everything i ever wanted to do i'm done now and you're like 35 years old now what are you going to do for the next 35 years right you got to still keep figuring
0: things out so And um, as we wrap up, I would like to ask whether there are three action items, like practical actions that someone listening listening to you right now can do to actually help them, whether it be begin, build, or blossom in their business journey, I should add.
1: I think just set an intention. Definitely set an intention, but also, again, just remain flexible. Because when we have these business ideas we think that, oh, this is such a great idea. This is going to be such a successful business. Yeah. And then it's like, you don't have, you don't attract clients or things don't work out, right? So you set that intention, but you also don't want to limit yourself with that intention. So that would be one thing. Another thing for the, for the business would be kind of get clear on, on your niche, right? Figure out who you want to reach. That would be another suggestion that I would have. But you know, keep it fresh and learn to grow with the
0: business, right? You don't want the business to stagnate. Okay. And can we just look at these a little bit more? When you say set intention, what is a way that you do that? How would you say to do that?
1: I would say say it out loud, write it down. But also think about where you wanna go. Mm -hmm. Right. Think about how you wanna feel. So it's like, am I starting a business because I'm frustrated and I just wanna I don't wanna answer to anybody. Mm -hmm. okay, fine. Like that's legitimate, but you can probably take that a little bit further and say, I want to feel fulfilled. I want to be recognized for my work. You know, I want to contribute to society, whatever it is, but you have to kind of like frame it right. And set an intention and and think about how you want to feel about what you're doing Mm -hmm. as opposed to just saying, you know, I want this, you know, I intend to be able to help people do X, Y, and Z.
0: And that is part of what you do, right? Like, um, someone can actually go through that process with you.
1: Yeah, and 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 that's where the grounding and the meditation and the breath work comes into play because sometimes you don't get a chance to really figure out deep down inside what do you even want. <laughs> you think you know what you want, but you don't really have a have a chance to to think about it because you have all this extra stuff going on in your brain.
0: Right. So to come and have that m- moment to just focus on that and actually guide the person through that process. And when we say get clear on, ni- on on the niche, how did you go about doing that? And how did you figure out your niche?
1: I'm still figuring that out, right? So I, I think that's what I mean about the pivoting, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it just kind of depends upon who expresses interest in, in what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. But I also think that when I first started, I was like, I can coach and counsel and teach anybody. My niche is like everybody, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So everybody's going to sign up for, for my, my coaching and everyone's going to sign up for my classes and everyone's going to do this. And you know, that's not really how it works in marketing, right? So you have to kind of think about who you want to target. Sometimes you have to go really, really narrow and then broaden it out. So I I think that's something that I'm still working on, (laughs) right? Because some days I'm like, I need to talk just to, moms, right? Or moms of toddlers specifically. Other days I'm like I need to talk to, you know, attorneys who've been practicing for twenty years and they're just like, what the heck am I doing? Mm -hmm. Other times I'm like I need to talk to other business owners. Mm -hmm. Other times I'm like, oh, you know, I I should I should focus on women, you know, in their forties, or I should focus on women of color, or I should focus on whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. Each of those is a is its own market. (laughs) Like with its own, you know, demographic with its own set of needs. So just kind of like figuring out, right? Like take it one step at a time and figure out, okay, who do I want to talk to today? Right. Where do I want to, you know, what needs can I, can I meet? What issues can I solve and -hmm. for whom? And then kind of, you know, figure out how you want to expand that to, to actually provide the services.
0: Yeah. And um, that actually ties into your keep it fresh. I guess you, you keep always building on that. Mm -hmm. And it's good to hear you say that you haven't figured it all out. You're still building. Mm-hmm. So, I think we're always there, so it's good that you like we when we were aware of it and we accept it and understand that that is actually a very good part of the journey, and it just means you're continuing to get better, and even after you hit the blossom stage, I think you go back to building absolutely it's 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 just continuous, yeah, yeah, so let me see. I think one last thing mm-hmm. I want to get from you is where people can find you. Also, Mm -hmm. we're building, um, part of this podcast is to actually build community of support. So we're asking guests if they could actually give about 30 minutes of their time for someone out there who would like to reach out to you, some kind of one-on-one session. So if you're interested in giving back in that way, we would greatly appreciate that. And if you can tell us how people can get in touch with you, that would be great.
1: Okay, sure. Yeah, I would totally be willing to do that. Yeah, that would, that would be great. So, okay. Where can people get in touch with me? So I guess solo.to slash CJ Saki. So S O L O dot T O slash C J S A C K E Y. So on that page, there are links to the book and of course that I'm going to be uh, launching in the spring, but at, right at the top, there is a little email icon where if you're interested in doing a 30 to 40 minute session, you can just shoot me a quick email. Let me know that, you know, you saw me on the podcast and, you know, I will send you a link to set up an appointment and then we will take it from there.
0: Great. Um, I, I really love the whole connecting and networking and just giving back. So I'm really mm-hmm. happy that you um you you're assisting us with that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's been a pleasure having you on today, and I yeah. do I wish you all the success. And thank I can't you. wait to have you on again because we are continuing to build. So I would love to continue hearing your story.
1: Oh well, thank you. Yeah. It's it's been a pleasure.
0: Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Begin, Build, Blossom, Your Business Journey, a CME Accounting LLC podcast. Please subscribe and be on the lookout for our next episode. If you'd like to share any feedback with us, please email us at podcast at